Welcome everyone to What is a New Gold. I've got the team again, they're, they're returning from their uh, a repeat engagement from last week because we got so much more to tell. I've got my mood lighting going. <laughs> I love my mood lighting. But, uh, and then of course we got Dan who continues. We've now decided that his beard is a sign of good luck and the more it grows, the more deals he gets. So um, it's, he's gonna turn into the old man of the sea pretty soon. You know, if it gets us business, then um, buy yourself a pair of cheap sunglasses, all I gotta say. And then we got Tom here who just had a root canal, so he's feeling great. <laughs> this uh, party on, excellent dude. Um, all right, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna share screen, get into it. So sure enough, uh, water is the new gold, helping you thrive in the world's only vital, scarce, and recession-proof market. Why do we say that? There's never really been a recession, recession for water. Why? Because water does not recede, right? <laughs> it only increases with population. And furthermore, the water industry is so far underperforming in terms of overall responsibility in the world, it's only treating you know one-fifth of the water in the world, that it's got a lot to catch up. And that catching up is all going to happen at what we call the edge, which is businesses do their own treatment. We'll discuss that some more. Of course, fresh water is scarce and it seems getting scarcer all the time. With that, I'm going to pop into the safe harbor statement, which essentially we're not God. We do our very best to tell you what's going to happen. Again, uh, we do not have a time machine. And um, Regulation D disclaimer is that any offering I discuss on this program has not been passed on the merits by the Securities and Exchange Commission as a private placement. And of course, it requires accredited investors. Investing in securities always involves risk. All right. So our good friend, Bob Roos, who in fact just reinvested, we saw his reinvestment come in yesterday in our bank account, for which we thank him. And um, he's got a little statement he's going to make for us. So Let's, let's hear what he's got to say. Especially now with the new uh, water investor, I am truly excited about doing something for the planet and doing something that is positive in, um, in taking care of a situation that, uh, you know, cities, you know, in Michigan and Flint, Michigan, and uh, I just... Uh, in Los Angeles and, and numerous other places that have had water problems. And I think you're right. It is time to do something about it. It's time to really be effective. And I'd like to be a part of that solution by investing in Origin Clear and, uh, and the water project. And uh, I've been amazed at what you guys have done in the past. And I'm really, really excited about what the future is going to bring because Origin Clear is probably one of the most innovative and interesting companies that I have ever um, been involved with. And I think the sky's the limit for the future. So, um, yeah. And, you know, it's a way to make money. And uh, in this time of uncertainty with, uh, you know, the market's going up and going down and, and everything else, and uh, you guys have been steady for the last two years with uh, regular payments. And so I'm, uh, I'm betting on the future. I think it's going to be great. But that was Bob Roos giving us um, his opinion of how things are. And I'm also going to, to run a quick excerpt from a podcast that I was involved with this week. And this is an amazing young man, uh, Terrell Sumter, 
um, who has a program called Inspire Before We Expire. And oh my gosh, you would be amazed at some of the people on his show. These are people with real life, like for example, the, the one I'm, if you go to the, the podcast right now, you'll see the most recent interview with a billionaire who had a very hard time a long time ago. And um, of course, you know, turned it around. So this is a really inspirational podcast. Let's see what he, a uh, little exchange he had with me. Why do you feel like this is such a much of a big responsibility in your end, man? Like you seem so much passionate about it. The water industry is only treating 20% of the sewage in the world. The other 80% is going into the rivers and the oceans and into the ground. And that is not okay. That is a source of disease. And that made me step up to the plate and go, okay, we have got to take responsibility as the water company for the new economy. And the new economy is post COVID and it's horrible and terrible but it's also a time of great future if we can, if we can make it happen. Right, right. So where are you guys at today right now with the, with the whole thing as far as COVID going on and stuff like that? So what we've been doing is we've been experimenting with how to create these uh, solutions for people and finance them so that a young man or woman can actually start a business who's been put out of work by COVID, but this great business is out there to start. And if we can make it happen, then we've made water work for this new economy. And that's super exciting. That, that's a testimony right there, man. That's something that, you know, I'm sure my young listeners will, will love to hear because I'm sure that maybe a big brother or their parents or somebody may just lost work as well. This is what we're excited about is, is lighting the spark for these new entrepreneurs in water for the first time. Do you know that the water industry is aging? It's going to need 3 million jobs in the U.S. alone to be filled in the next few years because people are retiring. Well, let's do this thing. You got people out of work in America, 3 million jobs. I think we, I think we could make it happen, right? So we'd like to help. City water is legal, we all know as well, but is it safe to drink? The water that we drink is not great and Flint is only the worst of it. There's situations where it's not as bad as Flint. For example, people don't know that South Bend, Indiana has very, very bad water, as bad as Flint. The solution is again, do-it-yourself water treatment to make things better over time. I'm totally behind you, man, on your mission, man, to really solving water treatment, cleaning water. Hopefully everything get better in those cities that you mentioned. Hope and Flint, as we know, the water's been also bad out there. And as you said, it's been brown water in so Compton, California. I never knew that as well. Thank you so much, man. Much gratitude to you. <laughs> Terrell, the inspiration was mine. Thank you so much. It was a great pleasure. Well, that was a 45-minute interview that we cut up very, very tight for you. So, um, so you'd get the gist of it, but it was amazing because Terrell does podcast to a lot of people who are trying to get a new uh, situation. Well, there's been lots of developments this week, and uh, we'd like to say that Investor Water evolves. As you recall, Investor Water was born out of uh, really the, the fact that, that we realized during COVID that the water industry has got to step up to the plate, as I said on that podcast. And we started looking at how we could speed up the funding phase and create a marketplace. But we've learned a few things about that marketplace, and I'm going to get right to it here. What we're learning, direct financing of credit-worthy customers is very challenging, meaning that it's a huge, these are trillion-dollar funds. I mean, uh, a, a, a group like Crest Capital is, is vast, and you're not going to compete with those people. They're sophisticated, mature. Billions have been put into creating this industry. So for people who are competitive, we just put them into regular financing. This is normal. I've, I've been doing that since the 80s and we all know how to do that. But what is Investor Water's role? That's something that we sharpened up beautifully this week. And we, I was starting to allude to it last week. Let's see where it went. We're getting leads for Pool Preserver 
as a business opportunity. Now, these people don't just want a machine. This is that machine you saw last week, which recycles the pool water so people don't have to drain it and potentially crack it. They want training in how to build a business. Now, we have the pro forma, the website, and more has a pro forma is basically shows how the business looks on paper, right? That's a pro forma. And we have technical training available so that on the ground so that we can um, get people up to speed. But we also want to teach them how to market themselves. So now we're putting together this integrated program. It has the potential of double, double digit return. Why? Because it's packaged in with a bunch of value added services. Crest Capital or any other Wall Street company is never going to do this. It's not going to happen. And so there is a services and hardware bundle and it's literally water as a career. Whack. <laughs> but water as a career is a new concept. But remember these 3 million people that are retiring from the water industry. What's that all about? Well, here it is in Water World. There's an article, Silver Tsunami, a generation of workers retiring from their jobs and taking their institutional knowledge with them. And this is a big deal. As many as 3 million workers will need to be replaced over the next decade. That's a lot of people. And guess what? There's a lot of people out of work right now. So one third of the national workforce in water is going to be rotating out. This is huge. So we have an opportunity here to create something special. Now, here's another amazing thing that the guys are on this show are going to be able to talk about is we have a Gen 2 pool preserver. Again, you know, the, the video that, that we showed you last week and the, and the website and so forth, we're really about a machine that does an amazing job. We've managed now to double the performance. We believe this is a potential because we've now penciled it out, done the design, and we believe we can get this. So we double the throughput at half the price. Now, this was, call it a $100,000, $120,000 machine. So now it's fifty or 60000 and it's twice the machine. And each of these pools is a six or $800 job. You see how it massively improves the turnover, right? And there's, it doesn't use membranes, which means no more cleaning costs. It is a revolution developed by Dan and Mark who got their heads together. And I greatly appreciate it, guys. More news to come. And now we're going to move to the Tom Marchesella report. Hi, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in today. Appreciate it. So Dan and I actually are both here because we're kind of tag teaming this a little bit today. Things have been picking up in the operations side as far as making product and getting quotes out the door. So what we did see was, you know, everybody was worried about coronavirus. And, you know, the big question is, how's that impact your business? And for us, the truth was we never really saw any slowdown at all, even from the moment of the beginning, from February through today. And instead, what we've been witnessing that definitely in the last 60 days is an uptick in our business where we're definitely seeing a continued uh, new business. So our revenues have been on pace to actually uh, exceed our expectations. We're really growing at a good clip. And we've noticed that, you know, we're getting more uh, hits on goals. So there's been just literally a flood of inbound quote requests. People are looking for all sorts of equipment from, you know, reverse osmosis, EDI, lift stations, pump stations, wastewater treatment, as well as, you know, other things that we're doing, tankage and so forth. And it's been really good. And I, you know, I feel real positive about what the team's doing. And we're really trying to churn our way through it right now and, you know, get to the next spot. So we're just showing a couple, you know, kind of factors as to why this is happening. So we've actually been asking our people who are making requests saying, why is this happening? What's going on? Talking to our own salespeople. They believe that what's happening is there's a couple of things that came together. Obviously, you know, people were a little scared. 
or with coronavirus, they did hold back on a little bit of budgetary as far as like, placing their bets, so to speak. When they did finally decide to go back to work and put the money to work, they wanted to buy American. So, you know, sitting here with our Texas facilities was really great for us because then people are saying, well, these guys are here in America. We're not going to have the supply chain slow down because what we found with some of our competitors, they were buying a lot of their equipment overseas. They were buying a lot of Chinese made stuff, India, Mexico made stuff. And a lot of those supply chains really got bogged down. And there was a, a big hit to some of the orders that some of the folks were making in, in the industry because they really couldn't get the parts the way they wanted at least with a group like ours in Texas, you know, we, we have all our own stuff on site, so you're not going to experience the same problem. So I think that's really worked out in our advantage. The other thing was we just reached out to a lot of people. We said, Hey, we're all here. Everybody's healthy. You know, we're still working, you know, full steam. And we had a lot of essential clients that really cared about drinking water systems and wastewater systems. And those weren't going to stop during this time. If anything, uh, the need for disinfection increased. So everybody really cared more about making sure that sanitation was taken care of, which really plays into the theme that you've been talking about, Riggs. So that's a, that's a good piece of it. And, you know, we've also just been pushing on our own initiatives, putting our CRMs in place. We got up onto, you know, different directories like ThomasNet, uh, Dan and, and Mark wanted us to get into, you know, different government systems like CoStars, which is the Pennsylvania, you know, system for purchasing. So we got into that. That's made a difference in, you know, how we work with some of our, uh, consulting engineer groups. So we basically been placing ourselves in the right spots of the supply chain. And that's worked into our benefit because as this chain, this picture is talking about the big picture is this topic of called onshoring and reshoring. So as the threats to international trade have been increasing, what you're seeing is the desire to reshore here in the United States, make sure the supply chain from beginning to end can be done right here in America. And basically, you know, trust the products that you have as well as the quality. And that's an area where we went. We always have great quality and we're buying stuff from people we know. So I think it's uh, it's really working in our favor right now. And I really think this will be a trend that's going to continue as a matter of fact, because I really see this accelerating for the next couple of years, you know, regardless of how this election goes, this is going to be, you know, here with us for a while. Well, in fact, Tom, you, uh, you're responsible for a huge amount of this, and I appreciate it. The, the slide went into the decentralization trend, which, of course, I've got a 2016 article here. So that's proof that I was talking about it back then. But in addition, Dan, you were doing this stuff 15 years ago in decentralization. Am I right? Yes, that, that is correct, Riggs. I have quite an extensive background. Started, I saw the vision and saw the future 15, 20 years ago, respective decentralization. Uh, just coming from the engineering background and coming up through the ranks like I did early in my professional career, decentralized, de decentralization is the key to the future success of water and wastewater. Amen. As it says on the previous slide here, it is now a mega trend. People are getting it. And we often talk to, to consumers who go, well, wait a minute, the central water systems, I still get you know wa water coming through my tap and I flush the toilet and water goes away. But what they don't realize is that businesses are being told increasingly to only provide treated water to the municipality because of problems with capacity. And so all of a sudden you've got either a lot of waste being trucked away. There's a famous case history of a brewery in San Francisco area, which the Bay area, which had for a long time had to truck its waste, its brewery waste to the other County. And finally they bit the bullet and put in a system themselves to 
deal with the uptake. And the, the local municipality just was not going to help them. So there's real crises. And I think that Origin Clear, with your help too, Dan, is definitely stepping into the breach. So that's super exciting. Well, you now, have Dan on for a second, Greg. Just kind of, I just wanted to tap him because I was about to throw a bow in his way. You know, one of the things that Dan was doing was he was doing the COVID-19 time, he was doing a lot of web webinars and teleconferences and reaching out to a lot of engineers and consulting engineers, which I think was very valuable because they get, you know, continuing education credit, but also at the same time, they all got to learn about our product lines. And after a continued effort of a few months of doing that, Dan, what's happened since then? Like what's, what was the effect of that? It is the webinars and these uh, video conferences that we have done remotely since uh, mid-February, late February of this year and continued up till even just this past week. The impact that we are seeing is uh, we have reached out to 50 to 75 different engineering firms. We have touched at least 300 to 350 different specifying engineers. All of these folks are decision makers in the in the gestational process of a water project and what we are finding is that as we go very it uses very intimate capability to meet with these people and what is happening is is that we're able to much more effectively communicate who we are what what uh, progressive water is what origin clear is the modular water system product lines and we're introducing them to our veramont pump station our package to vera skid wastewater treatment systems the booster skid product lines and all of that and we're basically pulling back the veil. These, these firms did not, did not know that we had all of these capabilities. They didn't know that some of these uh, new solutions that we have been promoting for the last two years existed. And the result of that is, is that we have had just a tremendous uptick in inbound requests for uh, technical permitting packages and, and budgetary quotes. And we're finding ourselves in basis of design on numerous projects. And uh, the, the, Tom, the, just the, the impact that this has had uh, has just been overwhelming. Uh, we are really struggling. Uh, Rob Litos, who's my counterpart as a technical project manager, Mike Jenkins and Mark Steve struggling to keep up with the inbound requests for information, product information, technical support, and those types of things. I am so, so very pleased with the response, uh, the response that we get, the reception that we get, and more importantly, the adoption that we get uh, by the consulting community as they are working, as these consulting engineers are working with their clientele, uh, that has been the most, that has been probably the most rewarding part of this whole process. And what does that mean? That means that we're now closing deals that started and uh, opportunities that came in the pipeline six and eight months ago. And there is going to be a very deliberate, continued increase in sales activity, uh, top line revenue sales, we're gonna see a tremendous increase in that over the next six, 12, 18 and 24 months. And we're just really, really just only touching the tip of the iceberg. It's amazing what success that we have had and just what limited time and what just few firms that we've been able to work with. Cool, that, wow. that's exactly it. It's like I've been on some of the calls with you too and literally like engineers who are world-class engineers with amazing firms are like, wow, this is great. It's exactly what I'm looking for. Like it's perfect. To be, like when they say this is exactly what I'm looking for, you know, you're in a good spot, you know, so that's, that's exactly. a lot of testament to you, Dan. So thanks. 
No, uh, you guys are rock stars. And, and it, it brings me back to, you know, the, the, the slide I was just showing off. Coming back to the screen that we we're talking about here. This is, uh, Dan, where you were talking about a particular rep organization that has become extremely comfortable with us and has given us, I believe this is correct, about four to $5 million in current quotes. Yes. Yes, sir. That is correct. And then very interesting how, Tom, you really spearheaded the integration uh, I recall, Dan, at one point we, we kept you guys separate because, I don't know, it was what we thought at the time. And you were like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. You were running around like a madman. And then uh, really things have calmed down tremendously when you, you, you now have a production facility, right? It has. I haven't been, been able to anchor myself with, a, with our own in-house manufacturer capability with, uh, with progressive water treatment in McKinney, Texas. That has really stabilized things. We are really we have really gelled as an organization over the last six to nine months. I'm loving the uh, the creativity of the designs. I'm seeing some amazing stuff come out, just like that Gen Two device on the Pool Preserver product line. How far do you think we are away from the Pool Preserver Gen Two to actually make it a reality? Uh, so I was on the phone with Mark Stevens uh, earlier today, uh, following up. He and, I, and he and I have been working proactively and collaboratively for the last. I would say the last 30 days on the Gen 2 version of the pool preserver. And as of today, uh, when I asked Mark, I said, Mark, if we were able to pull the trigger and start fabrication, how fast can we turn the unit and have a, a field deployable system ready to go? And his, his response to me was he felt like at 30 to 45 days that wow. we could easily do that. And we feel, we feel very comfortable, uh, Mark and I do, because this, uh, the simplicity, the simplicity of the system uh, and some of the new technology that we're going to integrate into the Gen 2 version. So I would say, I would dare say that 30 days from now, if things continue to click forward, that we uh, might be able to show real world photos of a unit, uh, the Gen 2 unit. Well, that's fantastic. You know, the, what I really love is the fact that we've now moved, Tom, you're, you're the one feeling these leads from people who are looking for business opportunities and that it's no longer just a straight equipment sale. Now it's a little bit more than that. It's, they're, they're obviously they need equipment obviously to do the basic job because machines change the world, you know, like it's the old, uh, you know, why, why dig with a pickaxe when you can have a backhoe, right? But, <laughs> but that, that's the key piece. You got to get the machine there, but now they're also looking for the business opportunity. And I've had a lot of calls. Actually, I'd say more than half of the inquiries have come where it's like, Hey, you know, coronavirus really sucks and I lost my job. And I'm like, yeah, then there's a lot of people that had to happen. So they're, they're looking to reemploy themselves or it's like a father, uncle, grandfather kind of thing where they're like, our family wants to put our nephew or our son in business, you know, with one of these machines. And honestly, it's a great opportunity. I really think it makes perfect sense because the money's there, the business is there and they're just looking for the best way to get it done. And it's a very viable alternative. We talk a lot like this. I mean, realistically, like if we really want to push it, it's like the makings of like a franchise business, like the, the pool mm. version of Jiffy Lube, right? <laughs> our hands right now. And we're like going, but we're, you know, we're not ready to launch a big, you know, massive franchise business yet. We, we, but we think we can at least get some people out there working effectively and making money. And that, that, that makes me happy. Well, it's the beginning of a great thing that our partners, as you notice at the beginning of the presentation, we have this uh, brand called Water Philanthropy Investors. And this is a group that has spawned some fascinating successes in a 
niche, just like what we're talking about here. So this has tremendous potential. And I'm just going to show, show if their slide in real estate, and they really had uh, amazing success in real estate. And they have a process, which again, is this value added type process where they pick up foreclosed properties, they buy these homes in bulk, the investor purchases the properties, they become the trustee, they improve the, they add value by improving the, the, the properties. They sell them, these two families who could not otherwise own properties. And I know from having spoken at length with Ivan, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, that he, well, he told us that he was promised many times, people said, well, why don't you go into higher end type properties? And um, he was wise enough to stick to this. And so we're really looking at something like this, which is a protected zone where other people cannot step in because frankly, they, it's too much work, but it's a protected zone because so many people in America do not have access to buying a home today. It's really a scandal. And it's very much the same way now in water with 3 million jobs up for grabs. And we are there to put people in them. So again, I love this, what we call value add, because it gets into, you know, now it's water as a career. Very, very fun and different. I really want to thank you guys, because as I was showing in an earlier slide, we did not expect the conventional side of the business to take off the way it has been. You know, we had this early on Q1, like, oh my gosh, what's happening with COVID? Where's this going? And then Q2, well, okay, you know, not bad. And Q1 was actually ahead of 2019, as I showed. And then Q2 seems to be on trend as well, where we have our uh, quarterly filing coming out the 15th. So that's basically next week. Well, the next webinar is the day before the quarterly filing comes out. I'll hopefully I'll be able to give you some guidance then, but the numbers continue to improve. And now in Q3, it's really taking off. And this was totally unexpected. So I'm really grateful to you guys for being all over it. A good management, good focus, staying on the job, implementing things like Thomas Net and the outbound marketing. Very happy about it. Okay, Grant Brandon asks Riggs, is the private placement still on the drawing board? I think what you're referring to, Grant, is the uh, unaccredited investor round because I'll be showing you guys how you can be involved with the regulation D, the um, accredited round. But just so you know, we've now refiled the Regulation A offering. All right, and let's take a look right here. There is a 1A preliminary offering circular. So now this has been resubmitted to the Securities Exchange Commission. Unlike the Regulation D offering, which is not subject to review, this is. So now this is in review. You can do up to $50 million a year that we're doing roughly 20. In here, it really shows what the deal is, which is basically a $500 investment. What's cool about it is we simplified everything. Minimum $500 investment, you receive a 10% dividend paid monthly automatically, and then we can only retire the debt by paying you 150% of your investment, which is pretty good. Now, eventually we do intend to list this bond on the stock market, and therefore you theoretically would be able to sell it. But frankly, if you're making 10% a year and we have to give you 150% back, you're pretty much in the catbird seat. So we think this is gonna play very well. These things are done really mostly online. Now, if we go back to my, the presentation I was just giving, there you go. Now the current offering is for accredited investors only, and it's gonna go parallel 
I think Grant, that I think I answered your question, but if, if it's about this, this one's up and running and it's doing very, very well. For accredited investors, it's less cash than the unaccredited, but more overall because there's a stock component. And also there is a redemption or repayment of principal price at the time later of conversion. So there's no real concerns with the stock price outside of the usual stock risk, of course. I don't want to minimize that there's a such thing as a risk. Ken Bogert, military bases still use septic in many locations. Are they on the radar? Well, uh, Dan, you've got your expeditionary water recovery system, EWRS, does that job, right? We do. We, we have, that, uh, we have that, uh, that military capability. In fact, I have had, um, I was actually speaking with the U.S., some folks with the U.S. Navy a couple of weeks ago. They had called us to talk to us about our Blackwater and uh, domestic wastewater treatment capabilities, containerized treatment capabilities that we promote and market. So yes, we have that capability in the military. The Department of Defense actually is a preferred customer and a preferred client of ours. So they, they are definitely on the radar screen. That's a beautiful thing and we can't discuss it, but we're in, we're in talks through a partner with another country's armed forces. So uh, uh, definitely exciting uh, to leverage that capability, which is that the other partner has all of these government uh, relationships all over the world, but we've got the arms and legs to get things done. And, the, and as you say, the design capability. So it's a good marriage. Byron asks, when will the offering be available to unaccredited investors? Yes, I hadn't answered that. The review typically will take 45, 50 days. It might take less because this thing was previously approved. The problem was that that the previous version was immediately convertible into common stock. We were concerned, and so was the SEC, that it could be used as a cash machine. Cha-ching, 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 and hurt the stock. So we that's why we pulled it back. We did very well in the first month. We did $200,000 in just one month in, in investments. And of course, it was online, very, very efficient. So we think it's going to be a wonderful way for us to clean up our balance sheet, to get these major projects going, create these business opportunity type businesses. There's Pool Preserver, there's a new, the Pondster product line, Pond Monster, which handles you know, um, trailer park ponds, as well as ordinary retention ponds in real estate, as well as animal farms, which is a huge market. And I think we can get people into that business too. Our Wisconsin partner is, is literally making a business himself. And that's the kind of thing I think we can do more of. So with that, I really appreciate everyone. I appreciate everyone who's stuck with us. It's been slightly longer than usual. Really, really happy with the news, with how well you guys are doing. Thank you. And Tom, uh, do recover tonight. (laughs) Chill out. Thank you for coming on. And Dan, uh, don't cut that beard now. You're stuck. James, for the pool preservation machines, how much will it take to build and deliver? Send an email right now to water at originclear.com. And before I forget, and somebody beats me up, I'm gonna tell you that you can contact the team. This is the 800 number, 440-4603. Ken Berenger, who's the master of, uh, well, he and I developed this investor water concept, which is starting to take off. Devin Angus, who's my assistant, and if you wanna talk to me, you talk to him. To schedule with Ken, just go to oc.gold slash Ken. Everyone, thank you very much. Please join us next week. We have lots of updates for you. Have a great weekend. Thank you again. Good night.